Happy 2021. I know I am so late to this party, but I don't know about you. I kind of got a late start to the new year. just feeling a little bit tired from 2020, if I'm being completely honest. And so today I am here and I thought it would be fun to share my 2021 goals, what I'm doing to achieve them. I'll be sharing some time-saving tips, some inspiration. If you haven't made your goal list or maybe you have, but you're like, am I reaching too far? Spoiler alert. I don't believe that. I don't believe in setting too big of goals when it comes to your life and your business, but we'll talk about that more in today's episode. I'm also doing something really fun where I'm going to follow this up, talk about ultimate accountability, right? I'm going to follow this up at the end of the year, maybe even sooner, and let you guys know where I'm at with these and, and what's happened. I think that that could be really cool. Not only that, I'm also going to be recording another episode in the next few days that I'll release pretty pretty soon. I have a quick turnaround over here on my clients and what they're calling in for 2021 and how we are working on helping them achieve those things. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of today's episode, but then also the client episode, all health and wellness coaches, um, as well as the follow-ups to kind of see how this turned out. Because as I'm sure you know, doesn't always go according to plan. Sometimes it can transform into something even more beautiful, and I am totally open to that. And if you are new around here, I just want to let you know I am a business coach for health and wellness coaches. I help my clients live their most authentic lives, doing work that they love, increasing their confidence, and helping them and their clients get amazing results. Being a health and wellness coach is such a beautiful journey, um, and I'm really excited to be here with you today, sharing inspiration with you, sharing tips with you, sharing things that you can implement in your own life. So I'm glad you're here. And let's dive in. Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age. Why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. The thing I find the most important when it comes to defining your goals is just to get really clear on what you want. And I believe that if you get quiet, because there's a lot of noise, a lot of freaking noise when it comes to social media, the world, other people's opinions, podcasts, right, that you're listening to right now, I recommend when it comes to your goals, getting quiet and clear on what you want, and it should really come to you, right? You shouldn't have to think too hard. It should come to you. What you really want, it should be in there. Um, If you're not used to giving yourself what you want and you're used to putting everybody else in front of your own needs um, and kind of going along with the flow, then it might be a little bit more challenging. But what you want it should be pretty top of mind, right? I think another thing that's really important is not to write down a goal just because you hear somebody else. Now, today you're going to hear my goals and I think that it can inspire you, right? But I find a lot of times with entrepreneurship, especially when it comes to money, and I've definitely fallen into this trap as well, where we see somebody else making a certain amount of money and it's like, or even doing a certain thing and it's like, oh, I need to be making that much money in order for me to be successful. Um, I need to be doing that thing because she's doing that thing. Um, 
But at the end of the day, it's like when it comes to the income, I've really found like, actually, like, I don't need that amount of money, or um, I don't want to be working that much. So I recommend coming up with your goal, and then asking yourself, why the heck do I want this? Why is this important to me? And these are great to journal on. That's what I did for my 2021 goals. And I am going to dive into those and just share them with you and share some insights, what I'm doing to achieve those. Now, these are not in a particular order. So um, just keep that in mind. I will say, though, the first one is my number one top goal for 2021. So my top goal for this year is to save for a house. This is huge. Peter and I love the house that we're in so much. However, right now we're renting it, right? It is so perfect. It is dreamy. I journaled. This is a goal that I set. It's so crazy that I'm like recording this at this time because we actually moved into this house February 2020 and I'm recording this in January 2021. So almost a year. It'll be almost a year since we've been living here and it's so perfect. And I was actually looking at my old journal from 2019 and 2020 because I kind of rotate through a few different journals at one time. Like some, it, I have one journal for desires and scripting and writing my day as how I want it to go. And then I have journal for like to-do lists and ideas. And then I have a journal for, well, the five-minute journal just to, if I'm like running late or like short on time and I just want to get in that state of gratitude, that one is really handy. So I kind of rotate through them. And so I was looking through an old one and it actually had me talking about the house that I was calling in. I wanted to find a house that was under $4,000 a month with big windows, a big backyard, a bathtub, a nice kitchen. And that is exactly what we ended up getting. And it's funny, I often tell Peter, like, anytime we're like looking for a place to live, or I mean, mostly a place to live, this was the example I gave him, but I feel like it it happens in business as well. Like we'll be like looking for places and they'll be like kind of crappy. And I'll just be like, I'll have this moment of doubt, I guess is what it is, where it's like, I'm going to have to settle. Like I really don't want to settle, but like, this is all there is. There's nothing else out there, you know, and then uh, we'll keep looking and then we'll find the perfect place. And then now that we've been here for a year, I can't imagine being in one of the places we looked at at the beginning of our journey. And so it's just a reminder to me to like hold the faith for what you really want. So if you watch my Instagram stories, you will see like this house is exactly like what I was journaling about. So why are we saving for a house? Well, like a lot of people, I'm sure, at least in my friend group, like buying a house is like a very big deal. It's something that people are like, oh, like you got to buy a house. You got to have your own house. But Peter and I kind of have a different mentality where we we obviously like want to own our own place, but we we want to live in a place that we want and owning a house hasn't been like the top priority for a while. Um, we weren't sure if we wanted to live in California or Hawaii or Seattle, Washington, like just kind of weren't sure where we wanted to be. And so we didn't want to be locked down into that. We, as you might know, if you follow us on Instagram, um, we like to be able to move around. We don't have any kids yet. We don't have any pets. Um, we have our business completely online so we can kind of hop around and travel a lot without too many responsibilities. And so that's been more important than actually buying a house and you know, doing that and kind of staying put for a while. However, we have decided we love California, Southern California. It's definitely for us. This is where we want to, you know, put down some roots. And so 
2021 is a year that we save for a house. We don't necessarily, we're open to it, want to buy a house in 2021 just because we would rather do it like after the holidays and all of that. So we are going to be in the market for a house, saving for a house. We want a pool. That is a big one. Got to have a pool. And then we also really want to buy a house so we can design it exactly how we want. Here's the thing. We need two sinks in the kitchen. Can you feel me? If you are a cook, you can feel me because I feel like, you know, Peter's in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. It's just, we got to have two sinks. We need a bigger fridge and a freezer. And my office, it needs to be on the warm side of the house. That might sound silly, but right now my office is on the cold side of the house. So the sun, I love morning sun is in the kitchen and that, that area of the house where my office is on the completely opposite side of the house. So Definitely, that is what I'm looking for as well. Um, so how we're going to get there, how are we going to do this? I, I thought it would be good to add some practicality to all of these just so you can kind of see like how these goals are developing, like action items. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm very big on things being actionable. So we know roughly how much our our house is going to cost. And so that way we can fig- we figured out how much we need to be putting away each month. And we're pr- putting away a pretty large chunk each month. Last year, 2020 was a big year of investing. We invested a lot of what we have made working for ourselves, business, profit, back into our business so we can grow even more. I see a lot of entrepreneurs afraid to invest in their business, but if you know this is what you want to be doing with your life, if you're like, I have to be an entrepreneur, I have to grow my business, I want to be serving a lot of people, I want to be making good money, then reinvesting in your business is really the best way to do it. It's so important that we're doing that for growth. And so I had no fear putting in a lot of money into, you know, hiring more support and more strategies and more team members um, so that this year can be a year where we really grow to the next level. And I'm so excited about that. And I will be sharing more about that along the way. But um, that's pretty much kind of like the the method for that. Another part of it is journaling. That has worked so well to get me to where I am today, journaling on what I want. I'm sure I've talked about this in other podcast episodes. I can't think of which ones at the moment, but I swear I have. Journaling is something that I do every single day, and I don't always journal as if, like how I want my life to look, but a few times a week I am doing that. So I'm journaling about what I want my house to look like, how I want the process to go. Also have a vision board of um, what that house looks like and how it feels. I will say this to you when it comes to you setting your goals. Sometimes people will want to share their beliefs with you. They'll want to present them as if they're facts, what's possible, right? This is all that's possible in terms of a house. Oh, you're never going to be able to find that. Oh, that all the houses are gone. Oh, there's, there's no land in Southern California, right? I've heard so many things like that. And the same with yours, you might want to make a certain amount of money or leave your job or, you know, grow your podcast or your coaching business or do retreats or publish a book or, you know, whatever it is, start a business whatever it is, and there'll be people who have these beliefs and they'll want to present them as if they're facts. Well, they're not, right? They're their beliefs that they're holding on to. And I truly believe, again, here's my belief. (laughs) I truly believe that there is so much opportunity. And if you can get behind it, the universe will provide. It will provide that 
or it will provide something better. So I wanted to put that out there because um, I think that when we start sharing our goals, which I'm a really big fan of, you see me doing this here, people can jump in, but just keep yourself in check when you are around those people or you see that, you know, really asking yourself, like, do I want to take that belief on as my own? Because if you don't, you don't have to, right? There's like a um, invisible wall where you're like, that cannot come inside. I'm not going to hang on to that. That is coming here. I hear it. And then I'm going to release it back to the person who has that belief. So that's one. That's one of my goals for 2021. Now, another one that's kind of like business and personal related is I want to take the weekends off. I have been working on this one for so long. And sometimes I do really good and sometimes not so much. And a lot of clients and a lot of you guys ask me on social media, like, how long do I wait for a goal? How long do I keep working towards this income goal, right? I say you keep working towards it as long as you want it and you haven't hit it yet, right? Like if it's still important to you, you keep going. You you try a different approach. You try different things. Maybe you're hanging on too tight and you need to release it, but you still want it, right? You're still working towards it. Maybe you need a different strategy, a different approach to it. But I definitely don't believe in just because you want something and you haven't been able to do it, then you take it off your want list. I, I don't think your body even like kind of allows that to happen either because deep down you're like, I still really want this, right? So I, I'm a big fan of owning what you want and what you desire and what you want to call in. So weekends off, big one for me, <laughs> big, big, big one for me. And I have set this up with my clients and my mastermind students so they know that I don't work on the weekends. However, there's a lot of stuff with business, like planning. I'm a big planner. I love to plan. I could spend hours planning by myself, like all the ideas, right? However, I also really, really, really appreciate and love the feeling of coming back refreshed. Those two days off not working, I feel so refreshed. So for me, like, although my schedule is very flexible and I can kind of set it up how I want, I find that um, a lot of times I'll just have an idea on a Saturday, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go write this down. And next thing I know, I've been in my office for four hours. And one thing that does worry me is like missing out on the present day, missing out on the people and the relationships and spending time with Peter and friends and family and things that are like right in front of me. And so I think that really striving for weekends off will allow me to have those weekends with the present and then get back to work Monday feeling really refreshed. And so that is a big one that I am working on. One thing that helps me just to stay present because I know a lot of my clients are working on this too. So you might be working on this as well as I learned this from, I'm going to put it in the show notes, a book. I'm totally blanking on the name. It's an Abraham Hicks book, but they talk about transitions and they talk about paying attention. And every time you move on to a different task, like note it as like a new transition, right? So right now I'm recording a podcast. When I finish the podcast, then I need to be really present and go into, I'm going to have lunch. So I'm going into that next transition. And that's really helped me stay present between different things. So if you're working on that, you might check out the book. Like I said, I'll put it in the show notes um, and just kind of note, okay, I'm writing an Instagram post. Okay, I'm done with that. Okay, now I'm moving on to the next task and just being really present with that as you do that. So how am I going to get these weekends off? Well, 
Big thing that I did was hired more support and I'm working on delegating even more. I feel like that so far this month, I have made huge strides in that. The thing with delegating, and I was just talking to my client about this, is at the beginning when you first hire help, you have to train them and you have to get systems set up. And so a lot of times that can take your time up front. And I think a lot of people put it off because they don't want to spend that time. But in the long run, it pays off. It pays off so much. So highly recommend getting support so you're not doing everything yourself so you can have some more of that freedom because there are other people who can do what you're trying to do even better than you, even faster than you. And I think if you don't have help, like if you don't have a VA, I think you'd be really surprised how much time and progress you can make from hiring one. And they're actually it's not always like this huge investment that you might be thinking in your mind, like I'm not ready for it, or I already have help. I hired another VA this year, right? So I have two. Um, I hired a co-coach. Um, I hired a whole like strategy team, like just lots of support. I want to be, this is the year I saw a GIF. You might've seen it. I shared it to my story and it was like all of like these, all it was like 2021, the year of support. And it was like money coach. It was like personal training, like all of these things, like supporting, I think it was like Rihanna with a crown on is really cute. And I was like, yes, that is what I'm feeling this year. So get support. If you are um, in my mastermind or you're thinking about joining my mastermind, health coach to sign clients, I highly recommend checking it out. I'll put the application in the show notes below because One of the trainings is with my VA that you'll get access to talking about how to hire a VA, what that looks like, how to get help, things that they can take off your plate and how to make the investment pay for itself. So definitely check that out if you are like, I want weekends off or I want more free time or I want to be growing my business by working less, which you can totally do. So that's one. Okay, another one that I was like, do I share this? Do I not share this? But I kind of share everything. So I am calling in more entrepreneurial friends, right? More meetups, more in-person, more seeing people. I think this is a pretty common one after 2020. It's like, I miss people. I'm kind of an introvert and an extrovert, but like, I like being by myself. I like being at home, but 2020 was a lot of alone time, screen time, too much screen time. I'm tracking that as well. Like I want the screen time. I want the phone pickups way lower. Do you track that on your phone? If you have an an iPhone, you can see all of that and it can be very alarming the first time you see that, especially in 2020. It was like, whoa, how many times did I pick up my phone? Why did I pick up my phone at 6.30 a.m.? That's way too early to be on that thing, right? So that can be interesting too, but definitely feeling like I love my friends currently, like I have the best friends. I'm so grateful for them, but I definitely do want to call in more friends who are entrepreneurial this year, and I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be really powerful. Another thing that I'm doing is for my one-on-one clients who work with me for six months and my elite mastermind students, I'm doing in-person intensives at my house in San Diego. So I'm looking forward to that too, like just surrounding myself with more women who are building their businesses and really committed to doing this work and just high vibe and healthy. Looking forward to that. So that's going to be really cool. I'm excited for that. Just like more in person with friends and like-minded people. I'm really lucky living here. There are a lot of high vibe people. There are a lot of entrepreneurs in Southern California. So I just need to tap into that network and also 
2021, like, please, like, open up the world, let the world be healthy and happy so we can get together again. That's a big thing that um, is going to make or break my my big plan for new entrepreneurial friends. And then also, if you are, like, not – if you live somewhere where – there's not a lot of people f- making friends and people who are high vibe is on your goal list too. And you are a health coach, check out the online health coaching course. And then my mastermind health coach assigned clients, because those are the people that get invited into my elite mastermind intensive. So, um, and then that way you qualify for an intensive where you can meet other coaches. There's four to six coaches in that at any time. And that's a great way to meet high vibe, really healthy women who are working on growing their business as well. So I'll put all the links in the show notes if that's something that you're calling in this year as well. Okay. While we're talking about in-person meetups, travel, all of that, another thing that was on my goals last year didn't happen, right? That's okay, right? I have no like... I find that sometimes we can beat ourselves up. One thing that I'm constantly reminding my clients of is self-compassion, right? Self-compassion. And just because you didn't hit a goal, it doesn't mean that you're not worthy. It doesn't mean that you didn't try. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't count your efforts. Like it doesn't have to mean any of that. I don't have any of that, right? Just because I didn't hit this goal last year doesn't mean I'm not going to hit it this year. I truly, I think a big thing is I have a lot of faith and trust in, in the universe and in my journey. There's not a lot of resistance or attachment. I definitely had that at the beginning of my journey, but with entrepreneurship and just living life on my own terms. But now it's kind of like, I'm here, I'm doing my best, I'm working on myself, I'm, I'm here to serve. Every day I show up and I do my best and whatever happens kind of happens. I kind of like release the attachment to it. And as the law of attraction works is, you know, the what you if you're really clear on what you want and you release the attachment, it's going to come to you really quickly. It can't not come to you. So, you know, tap into that. I guess I just wanted to share that because solo vacation, taking a solo vacation was on my to-do list last year, not my to-do list, but my list, my list, I guess it's a to-do list, my list of goals for the year. And it didn't happen. A big reason because 2020 was just wild and there wasn't a lot of travel going on. But I think also it wasn't top priority. Um, Where this year, it's a huge priority. I need recommendations where I should go, okay? I want to go somewhere in the U.S. because I feel like I want to start with just a weekend or a long weekend. Um, So I need recommendations from you. Let me know on Instagram where you think I should go if you've ever done a solo vacation, places that you love. Really, I love alone time. I love doing things at my own speed, and I think that it would be really nice just to sleep in, eat food when I want, journal all day if I want, walk around, just kind of like be by myself, you know, distracted in my own thoughts and what I want to do. And so I was thinking maybe LA, but it's so loud there, you know, or maybe Sedona. I really like Sedona, Arizona, maybe somewhere in Northern California. I haven't spent a lot of time in Northern California. I'm looking for like a nice hotel or Airbnb, very walkable nature. So either like forest trails or beach vibes, a health food store and juice bar nearby would be awesome. So if you have any recommendations, recommendations, send them my way. I am all ears. Another thing on my 2021 list is to get serious about this podcast. So the Why Can't I podcast started because there is so much I want to share about being a health coach, 
about this beautiful journey. And I know that all of this will help so many people grow their business, do work that they love and navigate this journey with so much ease. And this platform is a great way to share information. Like a podcast is so great. You can do it while you're cooking or walking or cleaning. However, when I first started it, I didn't want to be super rigid because I had had a podcast before and it was very rigid and I wasn't in the flow and it felt forced and it didn't feel super fun. And so I really wanted this podcast to be really fun based on when I was feeling like it. But here's the truth. When it comes to me, if I don't plan it, it doesn't happen. If I plan it, I'm going to do it. So moving forward, I'm going to be releasing at least one new episode a week. I'm really excited about this. I know so many of you love the podcast, the reviews. I appreciate them so much. I read them. I share them. I I get DMs and comments. I was just telling Peter, I was like, oh my gosh, this person like commented that she made a decision based on listening to this podcast. I didn't even know she listened to the podcast. And it's like, obviously, I, I can't know everybody who listens to the podcast, but I like to. <laughs> I want to know who listens to the podcast and what you like. So if there is a topic I haven't covered, if there's a topic I have covered, but you want me to go more in depth, if there's a guest you want me to bring on, please let me know. You can slide into my DMs anytime. I would love to hear what you're loving, what you're wanting more of. I'm really excited to be able to bring more information, more stories, success stories, lessons, tips to your earbuds in 2021. So really excited about that. Okay, let's do some fun personal goals. So take a pottery class is on my list. I love pottery. I could just buy up all the pottery at the farmer's market, but I'm curious, like, can I make a mug? Can I make a bowl? Can I make a plate? Can I make those things myself? Like, would I be able to make them half as good as the artists who sell at the farmer's market? That's my goal. Can I just make it half as good? I took a pottery class in high school and it was really fun with the wheel and my stuff didn't look like a five-year-old made it. It was not cute. But one thing that I have found about myself is if I have an idea of what I want in terms of something to look like, like I do this with decorating my house, right? And my bullet journal, which is where I wrote down all of my goals for 2021 and I look at them every day. If I can see a design idea, then I can do it. So I feel like in high school, was Pinterest around in high school when I was in high school? I feel like it wasn't, but maybe it was. I feel like we didn't have all of this inspiration in terms of images and mood boards and all of that that we have access to now. So I feel like if I could see a cute cup, I could kind of make a cute cup. So I will keep you posted, but I feel like it's going to be very therapeutic. It's going to be a nice little hobby. I've already researched some pottery studios nearby. We have three that are pretty close, like 15 to 20 minutes away. And so now I just need to call them and see what they have on the schedule. So to be continued on that. Another personal one is I want to try surfing somewhere chill. So me and the ocean, we've been on a little bit of a break we understand each other. I see, I see you, the ocean. I walk the beach often. I get in sometimes, but there's some healing that needs to happen there. <laughs> we got in a little bit of a tiff a few years ago and we've just been working on our relationship. So I would love to give surfing another try, but I want it to be really fun and flowy and gentle and easy. It's like how I want my life to be. So I'm thinking maybe there's a spot in California that's a little more chill. Um, one of 
my goals is like more travel this year. Um, and so we want to go to Tofino in Canada. That's also been on my list for like three years, right? So just goes to show you guys, I don't achieve everything on my list. I do well, but I don't always achieve everything. So maybe there's, I've seen surfers in Tofino or maybe Australia. I would love to go back to Australia this year. I'm really hoping that travel opens up and that I don't have to get the vaccine in order for that to happen, but we shall see. So maybe Byron Bay, some surfing, that is on my list. I'm going to do that. I'm going to post a big fat photo on my Instagram and cheer myself on for accomplishing that. If you are a surfer and you have a spot that you think is good for beginners, like real beginners, okay? Like I'm not trying to die under a wave or drowned or, you know, eat sand. I feel like there's probably a term for that. I don't know it. Another one that kind of I was doing before 2020 was yoga classes, long yoga classes. I have the cutest spread in my bullet journal. If you're not familiar with bullet journal, look it up. It's also called a bujo. Um, and I'm flipping through mine now, so you might hear the pages. And I'm I kind of created this image where I have like 30 circles on a page and I'm just coloring them in every time I do a long yoga class. So I'm saying 45 minutes or longer. Unfortunately, right now I only have three colored in and I have more TV shows and movies on in my bullet journal. And so that's not really impressing me right now, but you know, self-compassion. So more long yoga classes because the reason like why do I want that, right? I asked myself the question I said that you should ask yourself too is because I want to increase my flexibility mostly in my hamstrings. I notice my hamstrings get they've always been tight, but they get so tight which pulls on my back and then it really messes up my spine, my posture tension in my neck. It just affects so much. And so more long yoga classes before yoga studios close, I was going to like two to three a week on a good week. Let's be real. It's probably more like two a week, sometimes three. And in 2020, I just wasn't really doing that. And so I started doing Pilates. I love Melissa Wood Health. If you guys haven't checked her out. I highly recommend checking her out. Her workouts like saved me. I started them before 2020. And then with yoga studios closing, I really just dove into those. And I feel like those helped me feel really good, have great energy, but then also like the way that they shape and sculpt my body. It's crazy. Like, like she says, long lean lines. I, I notice them a lot in my body. So her workouts are so effective. However, not great for my flexibility. So I'm tracking that I'm trying to do two long yoga classes a week to start and then boost it up to three. Anytime you have a goal like that, like fitness or anything like that, I find that starting a little bit lower so that you can accomplish it and really increase your confidence is super helpful. So instead of going for three right away, I'm going to start with two and then try to work my way up to three. Another thing that is on my list for this year, I only have three more guys is more camping and backpacking trips. I love being out in nature with Peter and just disconnecting. And so we love to go backpacking, usually more than camping, but sometimes like car camping is a little bit easier, but we like to be out there away from everybody and just 
be under the stars, hike around. I, I actually really like sleeping in a tent and like reading. I like to get to bed early and just spend hours with a good book and dark chocolate and a cup of tea. It's like my favorite thing. So on the list for trips, we have Joshua Tree, of course. Um, we have a new place, Sagaro. Sagaro, is that how you say it? I don't even know. Sagaro, I think that's a national park. It reminds me of Joshua Tree, actually. It's deserty. It is near Tucson. Maybe you've been looking up. One of the big reasons why I learned about it and found out about it is because there's an Instagram account called, I think it's called the Joshua Tree House. And I got her and his book. It's like a couple who run it. It's a pretty big Instagram account. So you might know it. Look it up. It's really cute. It's very like deserty, bohemian vibes. And they have an Airbnb in this in Tucson near this national park. And so uh, since I love the desert so much, which is so strange because I love the water, I also really do love the desert. And so anywhere that has a deserty vibe, I'm drawn to and Arizona is not too far from us. So that's on the list. Another big, well, a few big trips that we have been talking about for a while is Tofino, like I mentioned, which is in Canada or Banff, which is also in Canada. They're completely different directions. So we'll probably just do one this year and it will just kind of depend. We're trying to get some friends to go with us to Tofino. So if they are down, we will do that. But if not, we'll probably do Banff and then Tofino the next year. Again, depending on what the world looks like. Another one is Lake Tahoe and Yosemite. Those have been on our list for a long time as well. We haven't been, which is so crazy because they're not that far from us. And then Big Sur. If anybody has a recommendation for camping in Big Sur, hiking in Big Sur, or places to stay in Big Sur, let me know. I have only driven through and it's beautiful, but we want to really spend some time there. So lots of fun trips. There'll probably be other local spots that we do as well, but those are big ones that I have in my bullet journal that are happening this year. Okay, another personal one is to find a therapist. I have noticed some things coming up during a coaching call with my business coach and I was like, this needs to be processed in therapy. This is not this is not the spot for it. This is not the space for it. But I know that this is coming up for a reason. So being really aware of that. That happens sometimes with my clients too where things come up and I'm like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to process it. You haven't had a safe space to do that. So like process it. But then I find that a lot of my clients also do end up hiring a therapist and I'm a big fan. So I'm on it too. I am calling this in. How am I going to achieve this? I'm actually just calling this in because this is a big deal. It's like, I think even more than like hiring a coach, like you really want to find somebody who's a good fit. And so what's really been working for me, this magical thing where I just get really crystal clear on what I want. So what qualities does this therapist have? What background does this therapist have? And then all of a sudden, these people start showing up in my life, right? I was looking for a graphic designer and then this graphic designer just ended up showing up in my life, right? Uh, I was looking for a Facebook ads person and then this amazing unicorn of a Facebook ads person showed up in my life, right? So I really do think that there's a lot of power in getting really clear on what you want and then just being open to it and keeping an eye out and these people or whatever you're calling in kind of starts showing up and opportunity starts showing up. You then have to take it and see the opportunity. That's a big one. But um, so that's kind of what I'm doing for that. Last one, kind of a random one to end on, but this is this is my list, is I really want to take a boxing class. I totally blame Sarah's day. 
if you follow her on Instagram, I see her boxing and I'm like, oh, that looks so fun. I'm not sure how this one is going to come together, but I'm open to it. I think I need to start like I did the pottery and research local places, but I kind of want like a feminine energy boxing class where it's like fun with music and maybe dancing and short rounds. I don't really want to do kickboxing either. So that is something that I'm putting out there I think could be really fun as well. All right, those are those are my goals for 2021. I don't know if you would consider that a lot. Obviously, I have lots of things that I'm doing to make sure that these happen and kind of checking in with my weekly, my monthly to-do list to make sure that I'm fitting these in, especially the personal ones for me. I'm really good with the business ones. I have trained myself to focus on, you know, when when you're starting a business, the thing that I often work on with my clients is income generators, tasks that increase your income because at the beginning of growing a business, that is a lot of times the most important thing. Profit is always going to be really important income, cash flow, those are always going to be important in business. And so from doing that so much at the beginning, I've kind of trained myself to prioritize business pretty highly um, and health pretty highly, like like food and exercise, but some of the other stuff, the things that are really fun and bring me joy, right? And the connection and being present can kind of go to the end of the list. So having, what I did was I wrote these down in my bullet journal and every day that I update my bullet journal, so it's not every day, but every time I do a yoga class or a book or something like that, I read through my list of goals too. So it stays top of mind. So Writing them out, I think, is really powerful if you haven't done that. Posting them where you can see them. I'm a big fan of a vision board. I have a vision board also in my bedroom that I see every day. I think that that can be really powerful as well. All right, friend, I hope that you liked this podcast. I will keep you updated on how they go. I'm planning on a show at the end of the year, but I do see myself achieving a lot of these before the end of the year. So um, I might do one even sooner. So just stay tuned. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. And if you want, if you haven't, if this inspired you and you want to write down your goals, write them down. If you want to do a bullet journal, you could do a bullet journal, write down your goals and then take a picture and tag me in your stories. I would love to see what you're working towards this year. Um, My Instagram handle is Sarah with an H underscore Hagstrom. And I would love to just check it out. You can DM me recommendations that I mentioned, you know, if you know of a surfing spot or a great solo vacation spot, I would love to hear from you. And I'll also put links to my courses, mastermind application, and the book that I mentioned in the show notes below. All right. Bye friend.